Hey, this is Max, and welcome to the Running System Podcast. We're back again with the Battle Buddies. You guys know them. You guys love them. Ahmed and Edgy. Edgy Golm. Did I ever tell you I, I had to explain that to a, a friend of mine that listens? Your brother? Oh, like no, no. Yeah. Like, well, he's basically basically like a brother. I've known him since, um, since like the sixth grade. Yeah, so we've known each other for a really long time. But yeah, he just like asked me, he's like, he's like is that, what's his name? And I was like, it's Edgy Gome. <laughs> it's Edger and James? Yeah, right. <laughs> Without the braids and yeah. skin, but what are you mm. So, what was the tattoo? I didn't actually see it. Yeah, so uh, it's a, it was supposed to be a half sleeve, right, from my elbow down to my wrist. And it's actually a tribute tattoo to my mom. So, her, this is her signature right here. And this is the Guatemalan bird, which is called a quetzal. It's a bird of freedom. So, like, if it's ever in, like, a cage or even in a zoo, within a certain time frame, like, it stops eating, feathers fall off, and it dies. Because it's the bird of, because it's the bird of liberty um, or freedom. And then this is a mandala right here, which signifies, like, certain things in the mandala signify her year of birth. And then the year she left us is this mandala right here. And then inside the tattoo, all and you can't see it, but inside the tattoo, there's like different things that like related to her patterns from like Guatemalan blankets or uh, quilts that she gave me and my wife. And then um, on the el- she loved roses, so the elbow is just like a massive rose with print. These are different that prints. Really good, man. Thanks, man. These are different prints from the Guatemalan quilts. So they're gonna finish that little edge piece, right? So this, yeah, these like all this as and well then right as there in here, yeah, and these two, they're gonna get like how many more, more dots? How many it. more hours is that? Uh, I'd probably say like three hours. Tomorrow. And then you've already put in how much? Oh, uh, seven sessions, anywhere between three and four hours a session. Okay, wow. So tomorrow will be my seventh. What session. What's the cost? Uh, about three grand. Three. All get when you're done. Yeah, when you're done. And it was like I said, it was only tip? supposed to be. It was only no. It was only supposed to be to the right here, like the crook of the elbow. And then like we just like merged it on up because I already have another mandala, which was for just to remember my trip to Everest is right here. And then I was like, all right, eventually. Now, I'll, what's a mandala uh, again? Mandala is what you're looking at now. The well, circular well, type of design. It's a, OK, but it's yeah, specific yeah. to tattoos. Yeah. OK. Um, so you can get like, this is a lotus flower mandala. I don't know shit right about here. tattoos. That's what I'm <laughs> <laughs> so eventually I'll do the whole sleeve, but this encouraged me now that it's creeped up to quarters, like three fourths of a sleeve Yeah. to just continue it up to the guy it comes up to the shoulder. Ah. But it took a while. It took about a year for me to be like, all right, I'm in corporate America. The odds of me getting fired for having a forearm tattoo. I feel like are kind of slim now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm not customer facing. So I was like. All right, but even like right before he started with the needle, I heard the bzzz, and I was like, "Am I really about to do a forearm tattoo?" It's not the same as like a neck tattoo when you already know you're not going to be in corporate America. You know what <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean? But I was like, uh, and then as soon as the needle hit, I was like, "We're in it now." I mean, could have stopped after like a couple dots, but I was like, "We're in it now." Let's do it. Yeah, I mean, I actually, I mean, I have this, but yeah. that's like nothing. That's just like one. It's like two characters yeah. like right here. What's and your character? What do the characters mean? So uh, it's actually Ronan. Oh, it's Ronan. Yeah, yeah. See, he's so the, all in, bro. Uh, all in. The legitimate words, like, or not legitimate. The literal translation is like wave man. So like, like a wave rider or like a wanderer. That's Just for the record, we is that what it, is that what Ronan means? Yeah. Uh, the original, like the literal translation, he's yeah. Wanderer. But like the the connotation, like when you say a Ronan, it's like Japanese, especially because it's like the Japanese word. Yeah. But also Chinese, it's more of like. Now it's more of like a, a gangster or like a thug. Yeah. 
Right, right. So, so I, like all the, a lot of the old heads, they come at me and be like, be like, oh, look at this, look at this fucking thug. <laughs> How do they call him? Does that up to you? Yeah, yeah jokingly though, jokingly. Mm. I feel like we've done this podcast for what, at least a year, right? I mean, like not like off every. And on? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not off and on. It's like the battle buddies thing. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's been like a, two years, a year. maybe, maybe more than a year. Yeah, we've, we've yeah. been doing it. I was like, we could do this for ten years. I'm not getting that tattoo on my forearm, bro. <laughs> can we get it? I mean, I would get. I would get like a. Can you no, get like a t-shirt or a hat. <laughs> Like I would, t- could you? Yeah. You would get, I would get a t-shirt. You would rock that. I'd rock a t-shirt. Yeah. You yeah. definitely get a t-shirt. Yeah. You get a sweatband. Is that cool? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, though, like, yeah, we could, we could, we could brand this stuff. I just don't know what the brand would be. Like, what? Well, I don't. I don't even have a set logo. There it is. Yeah, that's true. I actually have it on my phone. It's just the. Uh, I like the logo from the pot from the just uh, that thing. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's just that's, that's, kind of, that's all it is. Yeah. What about the ring? Yeah, yeah. It's called an Enzo, actually. Oh, is it? Yeah. What's Enzo mean? Enzo is like Enzo mean. It's a kind of like a Zen thing where it's just like making the perfect circle. It's just all, like all about like essentially like you're you've mastered like focus and you've mastered like like calm, like mm-hmm. a sense of like a being kind of thing. A lot of it's like a lot of like kind of like minimalist, but also like really kind of insightful like you you like retro like introspective like thought kind of make the comparison of like the hero dreams of sushi remember where he was like yeah you got to do everything perfect or like what was it like cooking an egg or boiling an egg or something like that he, was, he took for years to like make the perfect rice and then make the perfect like it took like 40 years for him to to perfect making rice yeah i was like whoa yeah, yeah. that's a lot of dedication that's the <laughs> japanese shit man they're, yeah. they're dedicated yeah <laughs> And he's like, so what kind of, when you sit there and you pay, like, what do you, what are you getting? He's like, you get whatever he makes. Yeah. like, wait, what? So what if I want a Caterpillar roll and not get one of those? (laughs) I do want to do one of those. We're actually, um, we're going on a cruise to Miami in November. I just booked a cruise today. Yeah, where? Like, literally, like, that's why I was late. (laughs) 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 It's going to be a cruise that leaves West Palm, goes to the Bahamas, and then comes back to West Palm. So it's just Uh, like a three day. Oh, it's three day. We're doing seven days. Nice. Where are you going? So we're gonna go to uh, the Bahamas for like a day. Like we're gonna there. port there. We're gonna port in Puerto Rico, um, Saint Martin, mm-hmm. Saint Thomas, which I think is a part of one of those three. But it was how long are you going. in Puerto Rico for? Mm. I think just a day. Get the food, bro. The food's nice. I mean, yeah, you, you port right in some mofongo. Yeah, Ooh. you port right basically right next to Old San Juan. I mean, nice. Yeah, yeah we good. Well, yeah, we got a we got a friend down there, so she's gonna show us around. But. Nice. Um, but yeah, we're we're gonna be in Miami to port out, and uh, we're we, I think we booked a omakase, which is basically like you go to a sushi place, whatever they're cooking and, is what yeah, you eat. whatever they make is what you get. Just yeah. like Jiro, dog. Yeah, it's like a hundred dollars yeah. or something. Yeah, uh, you Just better like sit there, bro. You Jiro. better eat. Don't bring me no rice. Don't bring me no fillers. Yeah, <laughs> I need. <laughs> I was like, when you go to the uh, what do you call it? Brazilian steakhouse, you're like, no, I didn't come here for the salad, my guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so hold off on the size. <laughs> you bring me the picanha. <laughs> want the meat sweats? <laughs> oh yeah, dude! I went to Brazos down in uh, wow, Uptown. Which, oh yeah, you guys know, you guys know Brazos? Yeah. The, yeah. The Wait, which one is the one Uptown? It's the one in the green. There's a new one. It's not new. It's old. No, it's old. Pretty old. Is it a steakhouse? Brazilian yeah. steakhouse. Brazilian All steakhouse. you can eat. Yeah. 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 I've never been there. In Uptown? I've been to Chima. That's probably the one you're talking about. No, 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 no Brazos. Oh, you're talking about the one in Matthews. No, no, no. There's, there's a, there's a place called Brasas, right in the green. You know, you know the green, right? Like the little mini park. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. I know what you're talking. I've been there before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's um. It's I'm like semi underground. It's in the corner. Like, is it good? Just before the corner. It's, it's all right. Is like how, we went during lunch. 
and it was just me it was me b and like yeah. this this old couple that was like a, like a couple of tables over these motherfuckers would not leave us alone they kept coming around the corners like chicken yeah <laughs> another type of chicken it's yeah. like uh pork just like dude chicken calm down man let's, let's eat first you flip your thing over huh did you nope, just flip your because we, did, we just started oh. like we didn't even eat yet they're so i was just like all right just fill up my plate and then i'll, I'll figure it out later they're uh. predominantly open like during business hours like when you're in, a, in the city right so yeah. They're trying to get you in and out, but like it's really hard to get people in and out in a restaurant like that. In and yeah. all you can eat. Yeah. So how do you get people out and all you can eat a little quicker is bring them more than they can eat. Right, right, right. <laughs> and they're like, all right, I think we're full. We got to go. They do a lunch special. It's pretty good. Nice. The beats are great. Yeah. Let me some beats. But no, yeah, it's dude. It's like right in the green. There's no like. There's a sign, but you can't even fucking see the sign because like. Everything is like covered. If you go down college, it's on the left, or is it? What's that street that it's on? Because it's on the street pretty much. Martin Luther King. Nah, it's not Martin Luther King. Wait, Stonewall is not Mar- is not Stonewall anymore. It's something else. It's like New it's, Brooklyn or something it, like it's that. It's like college. I know and, you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I I take a left there to go to work sometimes. It's like yeah. college and 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 not Tryon, but no, it's way below that. I don't think it's McDowell. McDowell's too far down. Who you guys want to hit up first? Yeah. Oh, topic wise. Hmm. Man, we got some dicey ones here. We got the Manti, which has a lot. We got a lot, a lot to unpack. unpack. Did you Did watch the documentary yet? No. You got to oh, watch dude. that. But do you know the story behind it? I don't. I don't know who you were talking about. Oh, bro. Manti Teo or whatever. Manti Teo. Teo. Bro, he is. I don't know if that's a topic for discussion if he hasn't watched it because I feel like yeah, he's got to have that street, like, background. Will you watch it? But no, I, I looked up the name and it's like a football player, right? Yeah. Right. Of Polynesian okay. descent from Hawaii. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I mean, Diesel dude, like, yeah, dude. Yeah, ahead, the fucking po- Polynesians are like solid people, just deezed out, bro. They're yeah. all deezed out. See all these dudes eating like protein powders and Roy's. These dudes survive off spam, and they're just spam and eggs with the peanut butter cup, <laughs> and they're tatted to the gills. Oh yeah, no doubt. And it's like this, like it's like it's Full. not like a big piece or whatever. It's like little, yeah, a lot of designs. Yeah, it's it's a cool culture. They're kind of like. Uh, I did. I watched the. Uh, I'm watching the street food episode on documentaries on Netflix. And yeah, they did, they did one in Oahu. Man, this the street food in Hawaii looks damn good. I mean, it was a lot of Polynesian yeah. influence, obviously. A lot of influence from all over Asia. A lot Asia. of fresh fish. A lot, yeah, a lot of fresh fish. Their poke bowls. Their poke bowls um, ain't. They're nope. not. All, they're not all like super healthy. I mean, yeah, yeah, they're not all that healthy. They're, they're not, like, not so big. Yeah, they're like they're rich, bro. They look really good. Anyway, yeah, it's it's but yeah, maybe maybe we'll come back to the matzo. We'll come back. Yeah, yeah, we'll come back. We'll to see that. how it's going, I'll, I'll put it. On, I'll put it on my agenda. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it's, it's a really two good. part series. I think an hour piece. So what what is the premise of it? So, so the premise of it is is why don't you explain it? You're better at it. It's him getting catfished, right? Is the Cat, it's not like catfished by a person? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. like someone else catfished him. That's pretty much all I want. Love interest. That's right? pretty much it. Yeah. And, right. But like, I don't. It goes real deep. There's it, a lot it, of fuckery. Let me give you. <laughs> let me give you. I will. I will say this about like, because I, you and I were, Going back really home. into college football at the time. Or like, really, yeah. So like, this is 2012, 11, 12 ish time frame, and um, Notre Dame was just coming back on the map. He played football for Notre Dame, like, and which was a kind of a big deal. By the way, that was kind of weird how he chose Notre Dame. I was like, "That f- who the fuck is this 
That is kind priest of or father that told me to go there. Yeah. Anyway, it was like should have gone to USC. He, he yeah. there's a big deal for him to go. There's not a lot of Polynesians that go to to Notre Dame. A lot yeah. of them will go like to the Pac-10 schools: UCLA, USC, Washington, stay on the Washington West Coast. Oregon. It's closer Oregon. to Hawaii. Yeah. It's closer to Hawaii, right? Or Western Samoa, wherever they're yeah. from. And a lot of them are of what's really interesting is a lot of them are of Mormon. Background, their religion, they're they're Mormons because there's a there's a ton of so there's a ton of missionaries to, to you would think BYU right? BYU yeah. or any of the West Coast right you just, yeah. but for him to pick a Catholic the Catholic institution of Notre Dame to go there was but anyway he was he was fucking good he was yeah. a good football player middle linebacker that this was on on his game and he was and he was really really good player runner up in the I'm not telling you anything you can't look up on Google but. Runner up for the Heisman Trophy, which is like the biggest trophy to can yeah, receive. Yeah, biggest. A, yeah, but he was and he was religious, and he was a, he was a good kid. They they portrayed him that way. Yeah, and what I remember, what I, do you what, think they portrayed him incorrectly? No, no. I, here's what it was interesting is like what maybe it's the way that they shot the documentary, mm-hmm. but I remember when I was watching when I was during the whole thing, because I was paying attention when the story dropped that he was, he was catfish, but essentially he was catfish because he was, he was in a long distance relationship with a Polynesian girl. We should just go into it. I mean, right. we're pretty she deep now. From, <laughs> she, she lived in LA, mm-hmm. but he was catfished by, by, by a person, a, a man impersonating a woman because he was usually how it goes. Right. And he was, he would, the guy who was doing it was this, you know, kind of doing an escape from his whole life. And he was a Polynesian dude from Hawaii as well. Too. Deep Paul, in the church. Went mm-hmm. to deep in the church, went to, went to, uh, went and played football, starting quarterback in high school as well. Like good athlete, but he, he struggled with his sexuality. But you do know he was in the church to pray the gay away. Pray the gay away. But for sure. But it doesn't always work that way. Doesn't always work. All right. that way. Seems interesting. I'll put it on the agenda. It's on Netflix. Yeah. It's on Netflix. Okay. It's it's just uh, how long is it? It's 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 a two two hour special. Yeah. Okay. So it's all together. It's a little over two hours. Okay. Cool. Cool. Sorry. Okay. What are you gonna really do? What are you apologizing for? We're bringing you know, this topic. I would say one we'll one, get, la- one one thing. last thing. Right. One thing. Because <laughs> I want I want everybody to hear this. Okay. What I what I walked away from is like, I I felt I felt sorry for him after watching it, but mm-hmm. I don't remember feeling sorry for him when it all happened. I don't remember. I was like, darn, the whole time I was like, man, this motherfucker on in on it. Was he in on it? So when I got done watching the documentary, I felt I felt sorry for him. Like I felt yeah. he was a good dude who got taken advantage of. But in the moment, in the moment, in the moment when it was happening back in 2012, when we were now we're fucking shit talking and yeah. texting each other, I was like, this dumb motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you don't know him from a personal perspective. Yeah. Then, yeah, you didn't right? hear his. Real you just side see him on TV. You exactly. see the highlights and everything. Yeah, and you picture like you know he's starting on a football team in, in you know one of biggest one of the biggest uh programs programs and you're like dude that guy's got chicks hanging off him you know so you don't think twice about like trolling him <laughs> yeah and cap nobody knew what catfishing was then anyway yeah i was about to it say wasn't i on think i think even back back then it was like they, they hit upon that a little bit it was more of like a you got catfish kind of thing where like if you got catfish you were just a dumb motherfucker kind of thing yeah. so. it was like the down low before the down low you know what i mean <laughs> no, around the time the show came out too. Uh, the probably it wasn't. It wasn't yeah, too long ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, I think it was a big deal. Yeah, damn, he should have gotten on that show. Hey, somebody made money cool. off of it. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. Play. So I'll put that on the agenda. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and we'll get it, we'll get we'll get that going, that conversation going. I feel like we got to pump some adrenaline into this podcast right now. We need to talk about yeah. some fights, bro. Fights. Did you watch the fights? I did watch the fights. I only watched the highlights. I watched the full highlights, and I watched, but I did watch the whole Usman. And- I will, yeah. man. I'm I'm just I can't. I don't feel comfortable paying like eighty bucks. Yeah, you know tough. what I mean. That's why you're a like one if we, F- you're a one FC guy. We know you are, bro, dude. Because it's free. But <laughs> that's another topic. But I'm if we got together with like a bunch of people, you know, from top or something, I'd I'd be down to like chip in for it. But eighty chuck, bucks by myself, you're a chuck you know? disciple, yeah, just eighty like, bucks by yourself. That's a little aggressive to take on. Money, yeah, for like especially if every fight ends horribly, it's like a crapshoot. It's a fucking crapshoot. Yeah, I don't think I'd do it by myself. Yeah, I'd rather go to like a restaurant that's showing them. At least then I'd be like, all right, I paid for the food for myself, but I'm watching my yeah. else. But then right. you, you had to watch the randos. <laughs> yeah. Who are who are you impressed with? Uh, I'm trying to think. I I am surprised that I'm kind of surprised that Usman lost. Yeah, because I, I, I'm surprised you lost that way. He was winning. He was winning pretty well. And then after hearing the post fight interview. Uh, Edwards was like, my body was shutting down. Like that was like my last hurrah that I threw. I mean, it was a calculated hurrah, but it was this hell mary. He said connected. He said, but he's like, because of the altitude and not getting the right amount of cardio or whatever, like it just really messed with him. And like he's like, after the first round, when I sat down, he's like, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to go the rest of the rounds. He did. He had an amazing first round, from what I heard too. Mm -hmm. He did. So it's like he took him down. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. The, the double that. underhooks to the to the yeah. inside heel trip hooks, heel trips. I, I, when I watched the that would, it was perfect. I it thought was, I thought Usman fucked up his leg because like the way he landed worked, on the way it, he did it. Yeah. yeah. So my question is, did because they didn't? I don't think they asked the same question to Usman. Did his body shut down as well, no. and like that played a role, or Usman's what? got some cardio, dog? Well, no. Yeah, here's the thing. That. So he lives in he lives in Utah. He lives Usman? there. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. Okay. Yeah, he lives there. He so lives there and trains in Colorado, so he's used to it. You know, but then Edwards, like I was, I was watching the conference too, the post fight yeah. conference. He was saying he he had his whole camp, every single camp he's ever had has yeah. been in in Lon- like London, Birmingham area. So like that's definitely sea level. Yeah. You know, he's like yeah. he's not used to that kind of altitude. I don't ever want to train in London ever. I mean, <laughs> I d- so so Usman Usman I thought looked really good. Yeah, he was especially in the second, third, fourth rounds. He was taking him down at will, bro. He was, but he wasn't like keeping him there for for that long, yeah. and he would have to do it over again. But I thought that he did. I thought he looked good. His wrestling looked really, really good. I think the biggest flaw in Usman's game is lack of submissions. Oh yeah, like because he he get you down all he wants. He'll hold you down all he wants. But then like there's no true threat there besides losing the round. Yeah, that's the only threat. A nine ten, right? Type of yeah, game. nine ten, maybe like like a eight. Like in a ten eight kind of situation, yeah. That's that's the real major threat. He doesn't have any submission wins. You it's know, hard most, to submit. But uh, what I'm saying is, he he himself does not submit people. Right. If he actively started engaging in submissions, being more active on the ground, like he could do kimuras, he can go like yeah. try and aggressively pass for the back. You know, he could do all kinds of things that is just like basic jujitsu. Yeah, we're not. He would be for more successful. Like yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, nothing crazy, Getting but like knocked out like Gary Tony. You know, if you if you took an approach more like Khabib or like Islam, where they wrestle people to the ground, they hold them there, but they, they ground and pound. But yeah, they they always aim for submissions. Like yeah. they're always looking for a submission. If Usman like brought that into his game, obviously it's hard now because he's like what 30, 35, 36. 
Yeah. At the tail end of his career, there's no real point in doing that. Some some people also. I kind of I kind I get the sense from watching him like they'll never they'll never gonna be like they're never gonna be that good at jujitsu. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, it's, it's, it's too late. Even in his even, even though I mean, even if he started like ten years ago, focusing more on jujitsu, he's never gonna be as good of a submission guy as like Khabib. Yeah, but, but my point is the threat. It makes the threat could be there. Because yeah. if you if you if if I'm on if I'm on top of you and the only thing I'm doing is trying to punch you in the face, yeah, you're gonna be more active. Yeah, you're gonna be more active in getting up. Mm-hmm. But then if I hit you every now and again, I try and like you know get a key lock. You know if I'm yeah, I'm trying to pass from the back. Yeah, keep, yeah. no you one's to, gonna really want to do anything. It, you know. Right. But then if you watch his fights with everyone that's on the ground, they're turning their backs. They're they're turtling up. They're trying yeah. to get, do yeah. things to get up. You know, they're right. not afraid of like oh, he's gonna choke me. You know. But you do that to someone like Burns. You do that to someone like Colby. It's over. Yeah, You're, that's not that's not a fun night. You're fucked. Yeah, so I, was, I think I that's was a kind big of surprised because uh, Leon Leon took his back in the first round. Yeah, he and I thought like Leon probably could have choked, but he didn't choke. He's hard to submit. Yeah. like he Usman is sure. yeah. hard to submit. He's hard to submit. You know, there's. Historically, he's been you, hard to knock out too. The, the yeah. fact, I was really impressed that he got him down in the first round. The first round, he took him down. And he took his back, and I'm like, dude. I was like, when I saw that, I was like, man, you got to finish there, dude. You got to finish. Do you think now being knocked out like that, similar to like Chuck Liddell, right? Once he got knocked out the first time, it was like That's he almost had a class that, chin. So it's like, is he going to be? He'll never be the same. not necessarily easier to knock out, but. The potent that it's higher potential. Now. Yeah, definitely my, higher potential. My opinion: when you get fucked up like that, that was a bad knockout. You too. will never be the same. I'm surprised. But the knockout got up. wasn't on the jaw; it was on the head, right? No, it's, he it was got on the jaw. right here, right on the jaw, right on the side, right yeah, on the jaw. Yeah, right here. But like, you get hit like that, like his eyes were like, oh bad. Did you yeah, see yeah. the pictures, man? Yeah, yeah. he that's, didn't stiffen that's up a, though. That's a scary knockout. He just, I didn't feel. He did collapse, like he blacked out, but I didn't see the like. No, he didn't get stiff. He didn't get like. Ben Askren's stiff or anything. My 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 whole thing of you get that every time a fight that happens to a fighter, even if they may come back and win win some fights, they're never the same. Yep. Aldo's Aldo's been really good, but yeah. he's never been the same. He's been good, but he's never been the same. They're more calculated though, too, right? Because they don't rush in. Not that this wasn't a Russian. Aldo's was like a Russian. He rushed in and got he knocked ru- out. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, even like the the the, the even like the amount of damage that they're able to take after that, they'll never be the same. St. Pierre was the same. St. Pierre never got knocked out. He, he didn't get knocked He didn't get, he got knocked out, but he didn't get knocked out like that. Where he got stanky legs. Wait, wait, wait. He, who did, who he got knocked out by Matt Serra. Matt, Serra, Matt that's right. The Terra bro. That's right. Yeah, he got, he, he, you know, he got, he did the chicken dance, but he didn't actually like flatline like that, you know? Yeah, he didn't That's a go different like, knockout. Yeah, yeah, he got flatlined. I think, but you can also say like, Someone like Luke Rockhold came back, but he also spent like what four years to yeah. make that but comeback. Luke, Luke Rockhold got rocked a couple times even after that. In that fight? Or no, no, he he he'd gotten he gotten fucked up by Bisping, right? Is that who first fucked him up? Yeah, he got flatlined by Bisping, yeah. and, and then, then he got fucked up by uh, Romero, Romero, and then Jan, and then Jan, Jan Blahovich. and then he took some time off, and then he took a long ass time off, and he and looked, he looked like he was he's never been. I mean, he looked. I'll no. talk about that fight, but I, you know he he's he's quitting, right? He's retiring. Yeah, yeah, he should. good for him. Set it on, yeah, yeah good for him. But um, yeah, like I just I just can't think of a fighter that's come back 
in the same in, in the, the same, same way. level. So you think Guzman should retire? No, I don't think oh. he should retire, but I think that he needs to be very calculated, like you're talking about, in yeah. terms of, and when he when he's which which fights he takes, and also how he approaches the fights too. I think um, I think he should take a like a step up fight. Like he was, he was a dominant champion, five title defenses. Yeah, been champion since like what two thousand eighteen or something. Yeah, I think he should still take a like a like because to your point, he might not come back the same. So I don't. I, if I was him, I would not want to go back to the same guy that even though I was winning, he knocked me the fuck out. I would not want to fight that guy I mean, again. Like until I know, you know, like I would rather fight someone like Bilal, someone like you know, like. uh Luke this someone lower thinking, but like was it more what about of just a technique miscalculation right? what about because your hand is supposed to be here and his hand was here oh we'll talk about that because so we'll talk about he, yeah hey i do want to talk about the setup because he setup was was nice but he was but i would say that like you're right he has to be careful who he takes yeah because you you can't take kamzad no there's no way he should fight kamzad because Kamzad kamzad has got knockout power yeah mm. Kamzat's gonna eat him alive at this point. If 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 his chin's not where it used to be, and he's got like a confidence issue now, so yeah. like you know, before before this fight, I would have favored Usman, but like now it's kind of up in the air. Mm. Dorino got fucked up by Dan Hooker, right? Dan Hooker, yeah. Did he Dan- flatline him? Yeah, he flatlined him. He's looked better since. Yeah, those, I mean, you, you can also attribute that to the weight well. cut. Because True. that was at 155. Yeah. 15 pounds makes a huge difference. Yo, the last time we were on this podcast, y'all were sh- throwing shade on Patty the Batty. What's up now? I mean, he's good. But he's still That's like it? Oh, see? Was he 145? 155. He ain't that dude cuts from freaking 200. Yeah, that, that, that's, I mean, t- he should be cut from <laughs> 185 tops. What? He's, he was big. Though. No way. He was, he was chunky. Who would, but, he looked like an Ewok. <laughs> You look like a blonde Ewok. Yeah. He ain't on that level. He's fucking huge, dude. Um, no, I mean, I, I'm I'm interested to see where he goes. Yeah. Because I'm all about, you know, seeing how far hype trains. New can guys go. being successful. Yeah, exactly. But versus like when whenever we get to this conversation division. to talk about somebody who's like, you know, won five fights and then you're like, oh, but he played, he fought bums. And you're like, we he fought nobodies. I'm like, yeah. no, you want that person to fight dudes that are on the cut. Like both of you guys are on the come up. Yeah. I mean, it's a tough division, though. It's a tough division. For 155? 155. Yeah. It's deep. But, uh, yeah, I, I think Usman should fight should fight someone lower. Um, and I think Leon should fight Kamzat. Who, though? So, if you're t- somebody in the top 10 or somebody out of the top 10? Probably you know someone if, in the top 10. Because if you fight somebody out of the top 10, you know there's going to be oh, it's, a lot of shit talk. It'd probably be a bloodbath. <laughs> <laughs> because, well, who we got? We got, obviously, it's Leon. And then Usman, uh, Colby, Kamzat, Burns, Bilal, Jorge, uh, Luke, Stephen Thompson, Sean Brady, and Shavkat. Those are the top. Those are the top ten guys right now in welterweight. I'm pretty sure. For the record, the UFC has not updated their website. They update every Tuesday. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, just if it's a no contest month, if they do some review or he, yeah, yeah it, it just takes it takes a second. Um, usually, Wikipedia updates faster, but that's still based off the UC website. But I think he should fight the winner of of Sean Brady, Bilal Muhammad. It's a good comeback fight. Mm-hmm. Both of those guys are grapple heavy. 
um, just kind of build his confidence back up. And then Leon should fight Kamzat. See where that goes, and then the winners fight each other. I think that's what should happen. So you didn't talk Kobe at all, and he's ranked number one. Is he fighting? I thought there was legal issues. Legal issues of what? He was a January 6th thing. Um, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's, there's legal, issue, legal issues with uh, Jorge. With what? With Jorge. Because remember Jorge like, oh, sucker, punched, sucker punched him and like... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that whole thing. Yeah. Dumbass. Wait, so he can't fight in the I don't know if I don't know if Colby can fight. I'm pretty sure he can, but I don't know. Like, I'm pretty sure Jorge should not be fighting. Yeah. Well, did they? Did they? Didn't? Isn't they're trying to set up Jorge and Burns? I think that's. What I thought. They wanted I, to. I mean, Jorge, Gilbert's been talking some mad shit to him on Twitter. Oh yeah. You saw that? Yeah. I hope it happens. That's a good fight. I think Dorino would win it though. Yeah. Hey, so Jorge is one of those dudes. He got uber confident, and then got flash knockout, and then. No, you got fucked up by Usman. He hasn't been really like. You got fucked up by Usman, right? Yeah, you got knocked yeah. out by Usman. What, 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 what happens is then? And then he got, uh, you know, he got he beat by who? Assaulted by Colby. Yeah, he, got, he lost to Colby too. Yeah, badly. Yeah, yeah, he lost. That's to what Colby. I'm saying. Like his confidence, swagger is like. I mean, the thing is though, like, I feel like was Durinia, there any, would submit him. Was there any version of Jorge that would have beaten Colby? There's no version of that, right? There's no version. Colby's a tough fight for like a lot of a lot of dudes. Yeah. I don't. I feel like if the Masvidal that beat Askren was there, no. Nah. No, no, that was four seconds. How are, you, how are you gonna dissect anything in that fight? That fast twitch muscle, bro. The, no. the like, there's there's a couple guys that I just think like Colby's gonna have trouble with, and there's a couple of guys that I just don't think Colby will ever have trouble with. Like, I think that he'll he'll struggle against. He's always gonna struggle against the Usman. He's always gonna struggle against um, uh, Kamzat. A Kamzat. He'll probably struggle against Adrenio. I think he would struggle. Against, oh, I think for sure. I think Adrenia would. I think Adrenia would really, really give him a lot of trouble. I think he would do well with Leon Edwards. Yeah, I was. I was going to say actually, this is something I brought up with my brother too. Is um, so if we look at the, the top five, just so if have, you're out there listening, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if we have a, if we look at the top five, it's Usman, Leon, Colby, Kamzat, and uh, Durino, right? Yeah. I think out of all five of those, in my honest opinion, this is this is before last uh, the other night too. Leon is the most versatile he's the most well-rounded mm-hmm. because he can wrestle he, he's he got good jiu-jitsu great muay thai right he's probably got the best stand-up out of all of them technically and that maybe not knockout wise obviously yeah but definitely technically right because he can piece motherfuckers up if you give him the space oh yeah he's hard as fuck to take down obviously not against someone's monstrous as Usman. <laughs> yeah but he's also normally he's got great cardio i think the elevation played a huge factor in that fight. A lot bigger than most people were like even Leon himself is admitting to. Yeah. Like it played a huge factor. Cause you could see the adrenaline dump just like fuck him yeah. up after the first. He's doing great in the first. But then you have all the other four who are fantastic grapplers. Like Burns is probably the only one that doesn't have the wrestling ability like the others, but you get him to the ground. But it's it's not gonna be a threat. fun night. Yeah. You're fucking it's over. And then you have all of them with crazy power besides Colby, but Colby has the volume to just pressure your ass to the fence and not, never let up. Who, who did? Who is? Who do you think Leon Edwards is going to fight next? It's good. I think it's either going to be Colby or it's going to be Kamzat. If I was right if now, I was Leon, I would fight Colby. I'm going to tell you right now, he's going to lose his next fight. Yeah, yeah. It is, whoever it's it is, definitely possible. Yeah, I don't. 
I'll tell you why. Does he fight before the year's out? Answer that first. I don't think so. I don't think so. Maybe. I, I, I'm first. I thought Usman looked really good up until that knockout. He looked mm-hmm. really good. Oh yeah, for sure. He was he was basically dominating the fight. Yeah. He, he was going to win unanimously by like I think he lost the first round. That's about it. Dude, he for sure lost. For yeah. Sure. He but aside from that, he was winning the round that he lost. He was he lost. Yeah, he got knocked yeah, out. He lost the yeah. second like yeah. the later half of the round. He lost yeah. it. He. And the fight that I saw Leon before that, I, mean, I might have missed the fight before, but I, in between, but I saw him against Nate Diaz. Yeah. <laughs> he was going to lose in a, at the end of that fight, dude. He was going to lose if Nate, Nate just kept the pressure on. Yeah. yeah. He was going to get knocked out. Yeah. And there's nothing anybody can say about Nate. Let the fucking like let, put took his foot off. The, you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He took his foot off the gas pedal, and he was gonna knock him out. And I'm just, I'm just, I just not like a believer in the fact that this guy's gonna have any any level of sustained sustained success. And maybe I'm a hater. I'm, it's not maybe. Edgar knows that I'm a hater. <laughs> well, I mean, if you look at the Nate fight, which is weird to say the least, it was a weird fight. He was dominating that fight he for four and a half minutes, just yeah. like Usman was yeah, winning was, their fight. Yeah. Piecing him up, but then like in the last minute, you know, it's just the matter of Leon put the pressure on in the right way. Nate didn't, you know, he got he got him dazed, he got him, you know, on the chicken, and he dance. kept on talking shit. Yeah, and he just kept yeah. talking shit. When another fighter, anyone else, would have just would've finished just, him straight then and there, him right yeah. there and then. But it's the same same issue. If you if because a lot of people when they look at Leon's career, they're saying like, oh, he fought nothing but lightweights, he's fought nothing but like nobodies, just. Half and half, you know, he did fight Cerrone, yeah. RDA, Nate, who were all lightweights mm-hmm. recently. But then, you know, he's also fought guys like Luke, like Brian Barbarena. Yeah, like he's fought, he's fought Ed Usman himself. You know, he's fought bigger guys. It's just he's I, not, he's I've not a finisher. Gonna, the only thing I'll say is like, I, you could never, I will never like take that. The, what he did Saturday night, it's amazing. Like you fucking knocked out Usman. Yeah, yeah. Usman's never. No one's ever out. done that. No, but, no one's ever come close. Him, I don't even know if they even knocked him down. Yeah. I don't think he's knocked Technically, down. Yeah. yeah. He's never been taken down, but he's never been knocked down. Yeah. That's Technically pretty- a takedown. <laughs> <laughs> Just that's that's impressive, right? Yeah. But I, I get I get what you're saying too. I, I think Yeah, any of the fights that he takes from now on are just gonna be really rough. So it's somebody's gonna, gonna be, be there's gonna be a new title holder the next time he fights, you're saying? Yes. I think we're going to enter a phase in the division where it's just, it starts shuffling. Like in the middleweight division, as soon as a dominant champion lost, it just started shuffling from right. people, like person to person to person. You don't think Usman right now is like, I need that rematch? Run it back? They I'm sure he because he, he lost two fights to them. He lost to Leon. Or didn't he lose to Leon back in the day? No, he, he, he demolished uh, he Leon back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. No, he deserves He hit him alive. Usman, I think Usman he's gonna was riding. I think he's gonna run it back. Yeah, Usman was riding like a sixteen fight win streak or something. Yeah. Uh, see, there's a there's a little meme about like where I forget the meme, but Anderson Silva was like praying to God that this was the fight because that was his win streak. You know, his, uh, fight, his title his title defense streak. Uh, no, no, it was his um, it was his de- debut win streak. So like from the USC debut, like how long the win streak was, which was sixteen. His title defense, yeah, his title defense win streak was, I think like nine or ten, and Demetrius Johnson beat that. He he got eleven. Yeah, that's fucking amazing for Anderson, though. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the stats, like the record book, he still has like a fuck ton of records. 
even though he's been out, like technically out of the game for like how long? Bro. Yeah. Who's got the most strikes in a UFC fight? Like landed, not just thrown, because like uh, probably Max probably Holloway. Like, it's got to be, be a stri- like a Muay Thai guy, right? No, it's got to be Max Holloway. That Ooh, dude throws Holloway. like five hundred, yeah, five hundred strikes Holloway. a fight. Yeah. And he's I was say like <laughs> Nate Diaz has got to be up there. Or Nick, yeah, yeah. one of those dudes got to be. Yeah, well, Nate, uh, Nick wasn't in the UFC long enough for his because a lot of it was strike force stuff. Isn't too. he coming up on a fight? Nick? Yeah. Nick Diaz? Who? Yeah. Against who? I swear I heard something. Treadmill. (laughs) (laughs) Yo. uh, The guy's a triathlete. Get out of here with that treadmill. Come on, man. He looked out of shape. The. No, I was going to say that. um, Going back to Anderson. Dude, there's. Has there anybody been close to his. Is he the greatest middleweight of all time? Yeah. Not even close. I mean, who else would you say? Nobody. Nobody even close. Actually, um, there's this guy that's been posting on Reddit, giving his his opinion. Get off Reddit, dog. Get on Twitter. Oh, two no, days ago, Nick Diaz says he wants to return to the UFC at the end of 2022. For against who? I don't know, but he's going to return. But there is a guy that's been uh, <laughs> giving <laughs> his giving his <laughs> no, list dude. of uh, oh my god, dude. That guy is just posting. He wants to be the governor of Hawaii or whatever. Have you watched any of the BJ Penn videos? <laughs> There's a guy on Twitter that Edgar and I follow who is fucking the funniest guy. The funniest he cl- he he snips the cl- the funniest videos of either MMA fighters in interviews or just random videos of them talking. Bahachini <laughs> report. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's so BJ Penn. Just the amount of brain damage this guy's taking. <laughs> they have they ask him questions like about like what he's gonna do in Hawaii, about like the housing crisis, and I'm like, he yeah, he's running for governor, isn't he? Yes, and he does not have like the brain cells left to. He could probably barely tell you what he wants to eat off of a fucking menu. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, just, what are you gonna do about the house? Everybody's gonna get a house. No, no, no but so how? Never mind. Yeah, they, like, they, they do have a, like a major like homeless problem in, in Hawaii. Really? Oh, I'm sure. Are they is the population outgrowing the island or what's the deal? I think it's because of uh you know a bunch of people like touring there and stuff like yeah. going, and it's and just like staying? inflating the prices like crazy. Oh. So like the actual natives can't like afford to well, live. And then didn't and then they they got hurt tremendously during COVID, right? Yeah, Cuz yeah, their yeah. their 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 main source of industry is the tour- tourism. And then didn't Zucks I saw that he like purchased like a big plot of land, like a oh, fairly sure. massive piece of land. I don't know if it's on the big Jamal Zuckerberg? Yeah. 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 And he was like, put up, I don't know if he put up alien. a fence or whatever, but he's like, yeah, Dude, no building. all those motherfuckers look like aliens. What? Zuckerberg and Elon <laughs> Musk, they all look like fucking deformed people, bro. <laughs> well, don't, don't put this on the internet, bro. <laughs> no, no, we're good, we're good. I don't give a shit. They look like right, those are the those, those are the opinions of only one person. <laughs> what is it, Elon Musk? You scared of Elon <laughs> Musk, dog? Hey, you don't know where the reach is, bro. He probably reached through this mic, punch you in your chin. Dude, if that fucking guy try it. tried to fight yeah, me, try it would be it. fucking try it. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> if Elon Musk tried to fight me right now, yeah. you better jump in. I'm jumping in. Oh, okay. For sure. On Elon's side. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to help. <laughs> yeah, he would need the help. <laughs> no, no, kill him. <laughs> so, uh, I wanted to talk about Luke Rockhall. Okay. First thing I'll say is the the pre-fight stuff. I think that... Do your homework. 
Do your homework. The uh, I think the weight cut was tough for him. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, I'm, we, fucking, we talked about this. He's, he's a, a fucking big huge dude. He's big, bro. massive. He's he made he made Co- uh, Costa look normal. Yeah. And that's not an easy thing to do. He's a big dude, and that's a tough weight cut, and it was an altitude, and I was just like, I think that um, he obviously had taken damage in fights before that. Yeah. I thought he, I thought he, I thought he fought hard. I thought he, I always thought Luke Rockhold was like, yeah, a lot of heart. He's a samurai. Yeah, and like, he's kind of a G. You know what I'm saying? There was one. He's got more heart than the dude they call Lionheart or whatever that fought with a broken leg. He does. Anthony Smith. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Do you remember? That's just dumb. Do you remember there was there was there was a part of the fight in the last round where um, Bochinia. Hit him. He like hit him with a left hook, and he was up against the fence. And then Luke Rockhold like put his hands down. And he said, "Fuck you." He said, "Fuck you." And then he went pop with a right cross right to his chin. And he was it was just kind of a gangster as fuck. I was like, man, this motherfucker's hard as fuck. But Bochini <laughs> yeah. t- took it right. He yeah. took he took the shot, and it was nice. But like, I was like, he, he obviously Rockhold he doesn't have enough any he doesn't have enough of the gas tank anymore. Right, but like, yeah, the altitude definitely affected him too. And but and I was and I was interacting with some people on Twitter about this fight before it happened. Mm-hmm. Luke Rockhold in his fucking prime beats that motherfucker's ass. Yeah. yeah, for sure, he beats his ass. Pre pre um, Bisbing flash knockout. Yeah, I mean, even this fight, he gave him he, he made it tough for him. He made yeah. it really tough for him. I mean, if you if you look at all the fights where I thought it was the most entertaining fight of. Of the night, yeah, they yeah, won the. What is it? Fight of the night. night. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you take a look at Luke's career, there's never a a boring fight. You know, it's like a kill or be killed situation. Yeah. And I think he was winning the the Romero fight, and I think he was doing very well in the the like the Yon fight, uh, the Yon fight, which is at two o five. And so, like, he's never been just straight up dominated. He's never been in a situation where it's just like. Well, we know who's gonna win, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Did you hear uh, Costa's conspiracy post fight? I think it was like today or yesterday. His own conspiracy? Yeah, about how the fight went. No. That the either the referees. Oh, or, the nut shot. Well, that the nut, but he compared it to also. So the referee after the nut shot gave Luke Rockhold whatever however much time you need can be over five minutes, but I guess he took like a minute or two to like rest up and get back. Same thing happened with Romero. With the knee, said the knee was a nut shot. Gave him also a minute or five minutes, or whatever, to recover. So he's like, "Yo, they're cheating." Yeah, I, I did see that. Yeah, he did. So like, that. I would have to. I mean, they didn't look like nut shots to me, but I'm not super inclined to say they're cheating. I, th- I mean, like, is it like a dive, like the NBA or soccer or whatever? I feel like it's more that than it is the referee or the actual. He's like more saying, like strategic, right? Yeah, just like get a yeah. Get their game, Us- their game. Usman's, yeah. Usman's been known to do that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think the Romero one was kind of, eh, Close. because it 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 hit more the bladder, which which does give like kind of like a nut shot feel. But yeah, it very clearly hit the bladder. the The Luke Rockhold one, it you could see the cup go up and down. Like, oh, okay. It was yeah. it was an uppercut from hell kind of situation. <laughs> did you see the the screenshot of it? Yeah, dude. Dude, he was like all grabbing it and shit. Oh, that was a nut shot. <laughs> Costa's good though, man. He's a good fighter. Oh, yeah. Yo, dude, Luke his body Rockhold, work. though, with the with it's not even grounded pound. What was he grinding his blood into his eyeball? That was that was like a final fuck you. <laughs> there was um, I and I, I got a lot of respect for Luke Rockhold because he was 
Oh yeah. His I think he's got really good jujitsu. He's competed in jujitsu. There's videos of him. Remember the videos of him grappling at, yeah. at uh the Mendez brothers? Hey, didn't he, he compete against uh what's his name? In a in a Nogi match? Fight? In a Nogi match, yeah. I think Polaris. Uh probably. I, he did he did he was he was he was going against I think he was grappling against Hoffa on the video. Oh, on the video? Yeah. yeah. I mean, Hoffa destroyed him. I mean, yeah. Hoffa for sure destroyed him. But it was still like, whatever, dude. He He's like, he's an MMA guy going to like, arguably, I mean, get into it, to, to the, the greatest of all times, Jiu-Jitsu yeah. Jim, and he's fucking going at it with him, you know? That's cool. Yeah. And that's cool. Since you brought up the topic of Nogi, <laughs> is Gordon the best? Submission grappler. You mean Nogi? Yeah. yeah. Oh, not in the gi. Come on. Yeah. No, definitely not in the gi. Yeah, he's he, the he hasn't worn a gi in like what ten years. <laughs> yeah, he's the best. I saw him. I saw videos of him training Mergali in the gi. Was it? I didn't watch the whole match. Like, was he really dominating Penna the whole time? No. No, it, it was more of a stalemate than anything. Yeah, Penna. did good. So he just gassed him out. I mean, yeah, it was forty-five fucking minutes. Yeah. I mean, it's I'm not stupid, dude. That whole thing is the yeah, whole idea. Let me let me tell you something, man. The the t- no time limit thing is so it's dumb. So dumb. It's so dumb. There's no, it takes takes away. Uh, go ahead, say your point. Sorry. Yeah. So it makes more sense in an MMA context, like the original UFC. Yeah. Because yeah. no time limit, I can knock you the fuck out at some point. You yeah. know, Especially if you're super tired. Right. But in no time limit jujitsu, I can't fucking crank a submission. Like, there's no way I'm gonna be tired of shit at 45 minutes with right. one guy constantly going. There's no way. Right. The and the idea of like nogi submission only like the idea of like not really trying that hard when it comes to like s- obtaining a certain position on people yeah goes out the window because if you do that again to your point you blow your you blow your wad trying to like pass somebody's fucking guard or whatever it is yeah or trying to retain your guard my my point is is there's a there's a when you put time limit when it comes to jujitsu mm-hmm. grappling wise any type of grappling imagine it was wrestling it doesn't matter. the 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 variable of time affects get affects. That's the third fighter. You know it's I mean? it's, it's, it's a wins. variable of time, and yeah. it's and if you don't take into account that the person the person who understands that variable can harness harness urgency the right point, right? Yeah. Or they harness urgency the wrong way, and they get locked in a submission because they gave they were too hungry. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, there's if you, even if it's ACC rules twenty minutes. That's good. Yeah, you don't need. We don't need any more than that. Like, I, if you have good fights before that, I don't need to see two motherfuckers laying on each other for forty five fucking minutes, yeah. bro. Get out of here. No matter how good they are, ten minutes. No matter how good they are, ten, 10 minutes, no points. Only? Ten minutes points. So ten minutes submission only, yeah, and then you, ten minutes. Yeah, points. yeah. And I, I'm almost like if it was forty twenty minutes. If they are they fighting ADCC. Those two guys, yeah, if they're fights, the same. Yeah. They're, they're I, the same I, I almost want to Pen, see Pena moved up, didn't he? I want to see. I want to see uh, Gordon Ryan. Yeah, Ryan, I want to see Gordon Ryan against Pena in, in a twenty-minute match. I want to see how. The, I think. I think Gordon would win. I think Gordon. I think Gordon would submit him. I think Gordon's the favorite. Yeah, I think he would. I think he would win. I think he would. I think he would press more. But he's lost in the both time to matches, right? He's a higher level man. I think. Now. No, I'm saying. Oh, now. Yeah. yeah now, now. He's. Now, he's. He's. he's, he's and Pena hasn't been around. No key that much. Yeah, and Penn, like he's still. Yeah, because he was out for what a year. Yeah, because of the steroid thing or something. Yeah. About to be out another rest six months from the game. But um, 
He can, yeah. he can do ADCs, but he can't do any IBJJF. Yeah. Yeah, because he got banned again. Which sucks, dude. You know? How's he, how is he the one that gets randomly busted every single time? Every single that, time? Yeah, <laughs> he's he's the one doing it most. <laughs> no, I mean, you don't fuck it. Come on. You don't think those other guys are doing it? Oh yeah. Well, very clearly, he's doing it either the most or the wrong way. Because yeah. Then but how do they? they he, he's not cycling off. The, how do they select? Well, no, they test the winners. Yeah. They test the winners. So if he lo- if he loses, he's not going to get tested. Exactly. But he's a winner. <laughs> I mean, at that point, you're just he's taking the wrong steroids. There's no need to. He's test. not cycling off. You think time. the dude that lost in the first round is getting a use out of test? They got waste of money on that. <laughs> yeah, they're just gonna be like, man, you, you took steroids and you lost. Yeah. I know. It's like that's enough losing for yeah, you. Yeah. Right? But not banning you for a year is losing us money. Yeah. To to your point, I think there should be some form of stalling like initiative. Like in wrestling, there's like there's like the passivity warning, the stall, like you you lose points. Judo, same thing. You stall, you lose. The only hard part for me with that is that it sometimes it's dependent on the ref if the stall rules are not concrete, like black and white. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We need something like that. So I I think a good because I saw this, saw this. Uh, someone had mentioned this, is to create, because um, we can't do like negative points or anything in jiu-jitsu. Right. It doesn't make sense. But negative positions. So well, if you, you do get negative points in jiu-jitsu. You get penalties. Yeah. You get penalties, penalties but it's yeah. not truly. And like, then three penalties and you're disqualified, right? Three penalties, you get you get two points. Four penalties, you're disqualified. Oh. Yeah, but it's it's not truly affecting you in any way, right? So right. a negative yeah. position would be like, you know, you oh, stall, yeah, you get a warning. Yeah. You stall again. You get put in side control. You get put in mount after that if you keep stalling. You get put. You get back with the hooks in if you keep stalling. Then that creates urgency in the person that's stalling to actually do something or just straight up give up because you're. If you're stalling, you you're at fault. You should be losing. You know. Yeah. So I I think something like that. Maybe not that solution exactly, but something like that to actually get people to go like, I need to go forward, or I need to be tactical about what I'm doing with my passivity. Like. Right. You know, I could pull I, kinda, I do kind of think like in in um in freestyle and Greco, they'll put you in parterre, right? Yeah. They'll put you the person they'll put you in one person in Greco especially. Like mm-hmm. if if nothing's happening, they'll put one person on the mat with his, you know, with his stomach on the mat yeah, yeah. and then and then you're trying to you're trying to create yeah. a throw, get him off yeah. the mat and throw him off throw him away. It, exactly the same so thing. So I'm almost thinking that something like that makes sense. Maybe you do with full full hooks on the back or something like that. The thing I exactly hate like is that, a negative position. The thing I hate is that the way the match ended gives the opportunity for and awful power to him for Gordon just continue to talk more shit. Right. Meaning like he's like, you know, I wasn't even trying. I wasn't even like fighting you full on. Like there's no proof that he wasn't doing that. I, I think and it, and it but the end of the day is like you can talk people can say all the things you want. If you and we'll I guess we're gonna get to this now. It, the more I watch that that interview video at the end with Pen, with Penna. Mm-hmm. It's. I. It seemed heartfelt. It seemed genuine. That he definitely was affected by Leandro Zola's death, and it was. And I. You know. They. They were really close. They were. You could tell they were close, and I believe it a hundred percent. I also didn't like that the vent, not the venue, the sponsor did not keep. You know, whatever conversations happened with the fighters in the background, they brought that to the foreground. I didn't see that part. Yeah, they were like, "Well, we we offered them." Either he said I wasn't going to do it or something like that. We offered him more money, and that's why he didn't. Yeah, offered him more money. They offered to do the match. The first match. He asked the for first time. Match, he he asked timed for time. match. Yeah, like thirty minutes. And then and they were like, nah, but we'll do unlimited time with more money. That was obviously that that's obviously a, uh, like a favor to to Gordon Ryan. Right. That's obviously. They're, they're, that's they're, I feel like they're 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 feeding into the Gordon Ryan. Honestly, if if you look at the entire 
situation of the event, it's all favor of Gordon Ryan. For sure. The no time limit thing. You know, it's like every every everything is no gi, right? Every, like the, every aspect you, of it's it. like to the I'm not it's denying he's good, but I feel like the, a lot of things are catered. At to the you. end of the day, everything is catered, and we'll start, say it starting off with this. Have you ever seen an event, like a promoted event with Gordon Ryan, that involved the fucking gi? No. no. End of story. There's your, like, he's never done anything in the gi, and these other dudes are willing to do it because they're paying, right? Yeah. They're getting, they're getting yeah. paid for it, but he's never thrown on the gi. So, like, you can never, you, you're always going to have that in your favor. Granted, there's more pressure because that's your sport and not somebody yeah, that's your else's. Thing. But, you know, like, we're, let's not try to sugarcoat this or, like, say that or to paint this other, any other way. The advantage goes to, to Gordon Ryan. You add in the no, no time limit situation, the advantage goes to, no time, to Gordon Ryan. You added the fact that it's no no points, it's submission only. That's obviously up to Gordon Ryan, right? All these other dudes are just constantly fighting at time limits. Yep. And they're, they're taking that into account and they're used to point systems. Mm. That said, I took again going back to what the, the Penna thing, dude. His he head wasn't in it. He's it was obviously he was affected by the Wonderwell thing. Yeah, you know. And the more I and the more like I I like I I kind of watch other people's inter- reactions to the whole situation. It was it's a fucked up situation. You know? Yeah. Can we talk about Leandro Lowe? For those of you that don't know, Leandro Lowe, and we have a. We have a little bit, a little time, maybe like ten minutes. So for those of you that don't know, Leandro Lowe, um, and that's not his full name. His name's long as shit. It's like Casamento. Yeah, but he is one, in my opinion, one of the greatest jujitsu, modern jujitsu, especially players of all time. He eight-time world champion, IBJJF, multiple-time world champion. Uh, I think in ADCC, right? Yeah, he never won ADCC. He never won ADCC. He never won ADCC. He's, he's competed Gordon though. Ryan, though. He's yeah. I think he was the last person to beat Gordon he, Ryan. He. No, he's not the last person, but he's the last person to beat him in a in a in an ADCC format. Yeah, mm. um, Copa Podio. He's the only. I think he's the only Three-way Grand classes. Slam. Yeah, Grand Slam winner, Oof. which Three-way is classes. lightweight, middleweight, heavyweight, all in the same year. Wow! And he beat some tough motherfuckers that year too. That yeah. dude's got gas, bro. Not on the gas. He's yeah. got gas. But yeah, he was. Uh, he was uh, technically murdered in Brazil in a concert. Which married, they're right? still yeah, yeah they're, they're still actively investigating it obviously right. because Brazil is so corrupt they're they're calling it like self defense. Well, the the governor or the governor or president whoever it was was on TV because the his he mom a cop, right? his, his yeah, mom came on and was like you know he should be treated like any other murderer and he's like that guy is currently in jail he's not a police officer he's not going to be treated as a police officer he's in jail treated as a murderer because that's what he is. Is that how they? I'm sorry, assassin is what the. Uh, I guess police chief is what he said. Yeah. Is that is that how is that how is it you're you're in jail till you face trial or what? Yeah. So it's like Napoleonic. Or oh, I'm sure it goes straight to prison. I mean like I don't know how their like justice he's, system he's works, in, but like, while he's on trial. He's I don't in, think there's like a jail and a prison. There might be like a drunk tank and prison, but I don't think he's in he's like not a drunk a, tank. He's, he's not on bail, is what I'm saying. Nah. Okay. He's locked up, it's essentially the, yeah. I feel like everybody was a witness, so mm-hmm. kinda hard to uh, you can't even say allegedly at this point. Yeah, yeah, man. No, there's a lot of people that saw it. It was a tough loss, man. I, I um, because I was I was telling Ahmed this the other day is that he he he's one of the inspiring factors of my my personal game. Yeah, you know that your passing heavy top pressure passing because he was just relentless. You watch his highlight videos; it's all about passing. Like it's oh, all yeah. about like point gaining. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's some good. There's a guy I follow on Twitter. 
who's a who breaks down. He actually breaks down all kinds of grappling, mm-hmm. uh, wrestling, judo, jujitsu, sambo, and his name is Dan Sweeney. And um, you know, he shows a lot of the, the techniques that he did when he was when he was passing Toriando, and like his style of passing Toriando, like you were talking about, it, it was a relentless style pass. Mm-hmm. It was for him. It's not about perfection. Right, it was about the chaining of the passing, and like he was the best at chaining his his attack. He was attacking people's guard. He would he would chain them like really really well. Like he was gonna go one way, the person reacts, and then he swivels. He moves the person's legs the other way. They react, and he's going straight to knee cut, right? Or he'll go he'll go and jump to the other side, side to side passing things like that. And I was like, nobody nobody was doing it that way. Nobody was doing it. And, and I was thinking about, you know, you were talking about the multiple weight classes. What he did at the lightweight, the guards he passed at lightweight, fucking another world level yeah. guards. And he was passing their guards. Dude. Yeah. Guys like Lucas Lepre, like JT. JT. Yeah. Michael Lange. Yeah, Michael Lange. Michael Lange's guard's never been passed. The only person I've ever seen at Black Belt yeah. that passed Michael Lange's guard was Leandro Lowe. Dorino's never passed his guard. Dorino's never beat Michael Lange. Wow. Kron Gracie's never beat Michael Lange. Like those guys have never beat Michael Lange. You know, there's so there, there's there's the. I mean, he, was, he plays. He was a he's a he was a spider lasso guard player that's fucking unpassable guard. Yeah. And he was the one who was like side to side Toriando with one one legged Toriando passing and he passed his guard. You know, so like. To your point, it's it was tough because you're sitting there like after I watched like some of his he, and there was there's not a lot of like there's not a lot of like seminar videos or technique videos that he put out there. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot because he was he's a competitor. Yeah. He's yeah. in Brazil. His English isn't good at all. Loves to go clubbing. Loves to go clubbing. <laughs> you know, but he he wasn't. So it was like a lot of breakdowns. Yeah. Yeah. Of his game. I mean, the thing also is like. He just wouldn't have time for it because he competed in everything, everything. Yeah. in multiple weight classes, not just the light, light, middle, and heavy. He also did like the middle, like in between ones too. Yeah, I and always absolute. remember when he was fighting Buchecha, and I think that's when he popped his shoulder out, right? He popped his shoulder against Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali, okay, but he, did but he, he, beat he closed, Ali? he closed out with Buchecha because Buchecha gave it to him because he, he gave him, he gave but him, he beat Muhammad Ali. Right? Yeah, uh, he not, not. Oh, he was already in the finals. When he fought in his weight class and lost to Muhammad Ali. In the in the finals of his weight class. Right. So he did a handshake uh with Buchecha and Buchecha yeah. gave it to him. Right. Which by the way, wait he made it and to, then he, he gave he, it back to him the next He made year. it to the finals of the next super heavy, of the super heavyweight. The next year. No, no, that he when he when he lost one. to Muhammad Ali, that was gonna be like the icing on the cake because he went from he he'd won it at lightweight, middleweight, yeah, middle middle heavy, heavy. And if he was gonna, if he beat Muhammad Ali, he would have won super heavy, and he's never done that before. Mm. And like, if that would, that would have been fucking amazing. Yeah. He closed out absolute with um, Buchecha. Buchecha that year, yeah, because Buchecha gave it. To, so the year, so how didn't it, they do the opposite? I thought yeah. one year he gave it to him, and then uh, so the year before look that, it up. So look the, it no, up. I, I know exactly. What you're, <laughs> I did look it up. So you're right, right? Yeah. The year before that, Buchecha mm-hmm. and him were in absolute, right? And Leander Lowe. It was it was the year that Butchich came back after he he tore out his knee. Right. Remember he tore out his knee and he didn't yeah. compete the year before. Yeah. So he, he was his first year back, and they were both in the absolute. And Leander Lowe said that he wasn't fighting that well. 
And when they got, they were boys already. Mm-hmm. So when they got to the the absolute semifinals, he said, "Take it. I'm not going to fight you. You're fighting well. You should go out and see if you can win it." Right. Mm-hmm. So he he gave it to him. Gave him the pass to the finals. The pass to the finals. Okay. They were they were supposed to meet up. In the That's semis. different from closing out and the semis. Yeah. yeah, he just said, "I'm bowing out in the semis." So then and then and then Bushacha beat uh, Joao Bear Hosha in yeah, the finals. Yeah. Um, and then the next year was the year that popped his shoulder. He popped his shoulder, and they both made it to the finals of the absolute. Mm-hmm. And then Leandro Lowe was fighting the abs- the finals of the super heavy, popped his shoulder out. And at that point, that's when he Buccheco. was already in the finals for the absolute. He was already in the, so. and then Bucheja was like, he was gonna, but he, but he surprised him. Bucheja yeah. was like, he didn't tell him that he was like, I can't. Fight. He's like, I just want you to come out there, the man. I want you to give, I want you to give a hug. I want to give you a hug. I, yeah. wanna, I want you to honor it and stuff like that. And then he did. Is he told the ref beforehand? Is like, raise this guy's hand. I'm gonna give him. That's a literally hand. like, yo, you already know everybody ate at this table, and I'm gonna talk to the waiter and be like, yo, put it on his one yeah, card. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like when you walk into the bathroom and yeah, yeah, the yeah, card yeah, or whatever. Hey, it's going to be one check. Lewis is like, I already want everything else. Yeah. Well, he'd already, which is fucking, just like prolific, right? Yeah, yeah. And he, and he was returning the favor, right? Yeah. So that that was, and that was where his absolute title came from. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, man. Sucks. Sucks we lost a legend. Yeah. Modern legend. Man, it was crazy how many people didn't know who Lowe was. Yeah, when we right. talked, we talked about it yeah. in, in class. We were just like, "It's like, hey, we, more uh, people know Marcelo Garcia than they know Leandro Lowe." I don't even know, man. And I feel like Leandro Lowe was well, not felt like I know that he was significantly more active. You know why? What? Why he was more active? No, why people oh. don't people don't know? No, it's that no knee factor. <laughs> really? It's that Gordon well, it's yeah, like, I, it is. Because Marcelo were you, Garcia, were you there when we were talking to that white belt that was there? Hold on. So I feel like if you're a jujitsu nerd. You know Marcelo Garcia, and you would know Leandro Lowe. If you were a jiu-jitsu nerd, you would know everyone. Yeah, yeah. So if you the, you would know Michael Lange. Would know Michael Lange, yeah. You know Michael Lange. I know Michael Lange. <laughs> yeah, but you, you would with with Leand with uh with I, I mean, your point was though where were you there where there was a white belt he was he's just starting out and he was going against I don't remember I was we were both watching him roll and then he was he was. Trying rubber guard. Mm-hmm. No, I was gi. not there. Or he was doing. Uh, I would have said something. He was doing rubber guard in the gi with with his with his other leg completely extended. Oh god! You know, I, was, I definitely would have said something. And I think it was. I don't know who he was going against. I can't remember. But the person just fucking destroyed his guard and got past him and then submitted him. And I was like, he's like, yeah. I was like, I'm trying this, but I'm watching this this one guy, Paul McClanahan. I was like, who's that? He's like, he's from Tenth Planet. I was like. <laughs> Paul and it's how long have you been training? And he's like, oh, probably about two months. I was like, you should watch Leandro Lowe. He's like, who's that? Mm. And I go, he's a lot. He's a person you probably should watch before some. A lot more prolific. Ten yeah. planet fucking guy, <laughs> which I don't know. Maybe this guy's really good, but Leandro Lowe's was eight time, nine time world champ. Eight time, eight time world champ, right? And I was like, uh, and all you don't need to learn rubber guard. You should learn Toriando passing, and that guy's really good at Toriando passing. Yeah, even his guard was great. He was guard. All right, <sighs> done. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. You guys, have any uh, last last things to say? No. All right. Well, rest in peace, Alejandro Low. Inspiration to many. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. We're gonna we're gonna try and have an intermission, right? Yeah. Take a bathroom break. Take a bathroom break. 
All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Get out there, get hungry, and good luck.